Hello and welcome back to Radhika's Sweet Pea Tales. I am back after a forced break and all is well with me now. I sincerely hope that you all are doing great during this difficult time and taking absolutely fantastic care of yourself. So today I have a Ruskin Bond treat for you. Mr. Ruskin Bond shared a very comforting and special relationship with his grandfather. While spending time with him during his childhood, he learnt many valuable lessons. Loving and giving back to nature was the most important. Those very lessons continue to enrich our lives every single day. So come, let's enjoy and relive a slice of his life. And this one is called When the Trees Walked. One morning, while I was sitting beside grandfather on the veranda steps, I noticed the tendril of a creeping vine trailing nearby. As we sat there in the soft sunshine of a North Indian winter, I saw the tendril moving slowly towards grandfather. Twenty minutes later, it had crossed the step and was touching his feet. There is probably a scientific explanation for the plant's behavior. Something to do with light and warmth perhaps. But I liked to think it moved across the steps simply because it wanted to be near grandfather. One always felt like drawing close to him. Sometimes when I sat by myself beneath a tree, I would feel rather lonely. But as soon as grandfather joined me, the garden became a happy place. Grandfather had served many years in the Indian Forest Service and it was natural that he should know trees and like them. On his retirement, he built a bungalow on the outskirts of Dehradun, planting trees all around. Lime, mango, orange and guava. Also eucalyptus, jacaranda and Persian lilacs. In the fertile Dune Valley, plants and trees grew tall and strong. There were other trees in the compound before the house was built, including an old people that had forced its way through the walls of an abandoned outhouse, knocking the bricks down with its vigorous growth. People trees are great show-offs. Even when there is no breeze, their broad-chested, slim-waisted leaves will spin like tops, determined to attract your attention and invite you into the shade. Grandmother had wanted the people tree cut down. But grandfather had said, Let it be, we can always build another outhouse. Grandmother didn't mind trees, but she preferred growing flowers 
and was constantly ordering catalogs and seeds grandfather helped her out with the gardening not because he was crazy about flower gardens but because he liked watching butterflies and there's only one way to attract butterflies he said and that is to grow flowers for them grandfather wasn't content with growing trees in our compound during the rains he would walk into the jungle beyond the river bed armed with cuttings and saplings which he would plant in the forest but no one ever comes here i had protested for the first time we did this who's going to see them see we are not planting them simply to improve the view replied grandfather we are planting them for the forest and for the animals and birds who live here and need more food and shelter of course men need trees too he added to keep the desert away to attract rain to prevent the banks of rivers from being washed away for fruit and flowers leaf and seed yes for timber too but men are cutting down trees without replacing them and if we don't plant a few trees ourselves a time will come when the world will be one great desert the thought of a world without trees became a sort of nightmare to me and i helped grandfather in his tree planting with greater enthusiasm and while we went about our work he taught me a poem by george morris woodman spare that tree touch not a single bow in youth it sheltered me and i'll protect it now one day the trees will move again said grandfather they've been standing still for thousands of years but there was a time when they could walk about like people then along came an interfering busybody who cast a spell over them rooting them to one place but they're always trying to move see how they reach out with their arms and some of them like the banyan tree with its traveling aerial roots managed to get quite far we found an island a small rocky island in a dry river bed it was one of those river beds so common in the foothills which are completely dry in summer but flooded during the monsoon rains a small mango was growing on the island if a small tree can grow here said grandfather so can others as soon as the rains set in and while rivers could still be crossed we set out with a number of tamarind laburnum and coral tree saplings and cuttings and spent the day planting them on the island 
the monsoon season was the time for rambling about at every turn there was something new to see out of the earth and rock and leafless boughs the magic touch of the rains had brought life and greenness you could see the broad leaved vines growing plants sprang up in the most unlikely of places a people would take root in the ceiling a mango would sprout on the window sill we did not like to remove them but they had to go if the house was to be kept from falling down if you want to live in a tree that's all right by me said grandmother crossly but i like having a roof over my head and i'm not going to have my roof brought down by the jungle then came the second world war and i was sent away to a boarding school during the holidays i went to live with my father in delhi meanwhile my grandparents sold the house and went to england two or three years later i too went to england and was away from india for several years some years later i returned to dehradun after first visiting the old house it had not changed much i walked out of town towards the river bed it was february as i looked across the dry watercourse my eye was immediately caught by the spectacular red blooms of the coral blossom in contrast with the dry river bed the island was a small green paradise when i went up to the trees i noticed that some squirrels were living in them and a quail a crow pheasant challenged me with a mellow who are you who are you but the trees seemed to know me they whispered among themselves and beckoned me nearer and looking around i noticed that other smaller trees wild plants and grasses had sprung up under their protection yes the trees we had planted long ago had multiplied they were walking again in one small corner of the world grandfather's dream had come true my dear sweet peas coexisting with nature is very important to our future even modest changes to our life can make a vital difference to the wildlife around the world we can transform the health of this planet and our lives because it's interconnected in deep and surprising ways so to thrive in the future now is the crucial moment so plant today for your tomorrow take care stay safe till we meet again bye bye